it be time for you to take a break from social media? Here are three signs you may need to back away from Twitter or TikTok. Number one, if you compulsively check your phone. Number two, if your real life interactions are suffering. For example, if your loved ones feel like you look at your phone more than them, that's not good. The third sign you may need to take a break from social media. You've started viewing yourself negatively, seeing the highlight reels of other people's lives and photos with filters can make you feel quite lesser than. Okay. Well, I only have two out of three, so I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you know anyone who has the gift of encouragement? Coming up, wait till you hear what this incredible woman does all the time. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Do you know anyone that has the gift of encouragement? It's such a cool thing when that happens, doesn't it? Well, you're going to love Beverly Perrin. She wrote and gave out over a thousand handwritten thank you notes this past year to strangers. She gives them to truck drivers so they feel loved and appreciated for all their hard work during the pandemic. She writes a message in each card. Thank you so much for bringing supplies to our stores, even though it's sometimes under tough circumstances. Take care. Stay safe. God's blessing on you always. And she signs off with love Beverly Perrin, a grateful senior. Hmm. And she has touched the lives of thousands and thousands of truck drivers in the no past kidding. year. What a cool I lady. love how she's doing what she can. You know, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Boy, Taylor, I had my, my quiet time this morning. I was reading something that just really resonated with me. I know a lot of people struggle with feeling like, man, I'm going through this struggle. When is it going to end? So if that's you, I've got some encouragement coming up next. So every now and then, I'm sure you've had this happen, Taylor. I'm sure you guys have had this happen where you uh, you have a devotion or you read something. You're like, wow, that reminds me of that song they're playing on the radio station. And it just happened to me uh, the other day. Doing a devotion and it reminded me of that Hillsong United song, Another in the Fire, which is really funny because the first time I heard it, I really didn't pay attention to the lyrics. I only paid attention to the chorus. Remember, I was like, Aren't we? I said it out loud to you, Taylor. I went, Aren't we supposed to be doing the opposite? Like trying to keep people from being in the fire? <laughs> but she goes, Well, it's a reference to Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, who a lot of us learned about through Veggie Tales. Rack Shack and Benny. Yes. <laughs> but anyhow, you know the story of them in, in the fiery furnace, and, and that was the scripture reading for the day of this devotion. And what they said just resonated with me so much, and I hope it does you too. Here's what, what it said. There are many furnaces in life, depression or anxiety, illness or disease, wounded relationships. How many of us are dealing with those? Uh, temptations. Say God never said that your life would be easy, but he did promise that he would be there with us. And that I took so much encouragement because mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, we have a lot of fun on the on the show and we laugh a lot. But I mean, I've got stuff in my life I'm dealing with some serious stuff. Taylor, I know you do. Everybody that's yep. listening to us. No mm-hmm. one gets through this life without their own personal furnaces. I don't care how perfect that life looks on the outside everyone's going through something. We're all going through those furnaces together. And the good news is that God's right there with us. I love what you shared a minute ago, Kev, about how God promises we're never alone. I think one of my favorite verses is Romans 8, that nothing can separate us from God's love. And that's such a promise. And um, I, I tell you what, though, I will be honest. The struggle is real when you're trying to pass on that kind of faith to the young people in your lives. Because they have a tendency to do the thing we all do, where we think, well, if I follow God and I love him, 
then bad things aren't going to happen to me. Hmm. And I specifically have a niece that is going through um, something really horrible. She has been since birth. She's got just horrific health problems. She can't eat like a normal person. There's hardly any foods she can eat. Um, And the latest is they're going to biopsy her skin for a rare form of skin cancer. Hmm. And you you watch a real young person go through something like that and you try to tell them, listen, we don't understand. We have begged God to heal you, but he is with us. God never leaves our side. And I would just ask you to pray for my sweet niece that that truth would take hold in her heart. And all you, you know, your kids are going through the same thing. And I, I know there's like hundreds of people listening right now. They're like, Yes, Lord, amen to that. Please let that truth take hold in my child's life, mm. that their faith would grow strong in the midst of the fire, in the midst of the furnace that you refer to, Kev, because you just want them so bad to have the same cl- faith that we get to cling to. Mm. So a um, uh, annual tradition in our house is the house kind of clears out and everybody leaves dad alone when he takes an afternoon and does taxes. Oh, no. <laughs> and you have until, what, July 15th this year? I think it's May 15th. The usual deadline's April 15th. They extended a month. But that's not the point. The point is, when we do taxes in our house, everybody clears out because I t- have tended throughout the years to, let's just say, not always handle it well. Um, you know, little things would happen. Well, first of all, does anyone like paying taxes? It's kind of like paying the bills times 10. It's just miserable, right? Right. And the thing that I've learned, I'm getting so much better. My wife was like, oh, my gosh, you didn't, like, yell, get upset. You didn't get, you know, like, short-tempered one time this year. Wow. What's the difference? And I said, Jesus. <laughs> I think That's it is. awesome. I think it's a, a, a balance of come Holy Spirit and also um, just understanding more of what to anticipate that that no matter how organized you are, you're going to need to backtrack and find paperwork that's not going to be easy to find, or you're going to have to go online to find something. So I had to do that, like circle back like three or four times to find stuff that wasn't readily available. And then I, I use one of those programs and it says, all right, you're done. Let's check your work. That's one of the most miserable parts. Cause you're like, all right, we're done. You hit it. And they're like, we've found 57,000 corrections. Great. So it's going to say about four hours, but we didn't we didn't owe a ton. We almost did that. You know how Glenn, your husband's a a financial advisor. He's always saying you want to break even. You want it to be zero. Yeah. Zero, zero. And we were pretty pretty close to that. Awesome. So anytime anytime it works out like that, I'm like, I want to high five Glenn and go, look, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) So got through it this year. Probably in all the years, this would be over 30 years of me doing our taxes Probably the best one ever with in in relation to my blood pressure and how I reacted to doing that it. shows you what growing in Christ can do for you. <laughs> I mean, if your family literally had to clear out and this time they were like, you were so calm. Oh, yeah. My wife. That's the Holy Spirit right there. It's, it's down. We have our, our like little office desk is downstairs. And typically when I do the taxes, she'll tiptoe down like two or three times. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> and then she'll wear him back upstairs. Shouldn't have to do that at all, at all this year. That's so. awesome. Not bad. Not bad. And and like I said, we it was just about zero. So I was a happy camper with that, too. Ooh, Kevin brought up the T word today, taxes. <laughs> and we've had a few adventures in our family when it comes to getting stuff ready for the IRS. I'll tell you about it next. 
So we're talking about the topic that everyone loves, taxes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it was last year they were due July 17th. This year they're due May 17th. So you were right, Kev. And I, we've had a couple things happen in my family. One, my sister, she runs her own company. So doing taxes, if you don't keep up with it as the year goes by, it is a nightmare and her husband mm. promised their accountant all the tax information the day after a stunningly gorgeous weekend. And so she was like in her basement doing her taxes <laughs> on a beautiful day. <laughs> and she's like, thanks, babe. Why could When the deadline postponed, why couldn't you postpone with our accountant? That right. would have been nice. <laughs> and then the thing that's going on in my family, which you just made my eyes start twitching because I didn't know you were going to bring up taxes today on the show. Um, my husband is almost done with our taxes. He's been almost done for weeks, but he needs one form from me. And every time I try to get this form, I get into voicemail. You know what? It, mm. I cannot get a hold of anyone. I can't get this one sweet lady is like, Taylor, I don't know what to tell you. I, 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 they're changing hands and da, 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 da. I just cannot get this form. And so I'm hoping my husband will submit our taxes without this form. His yeah. big concern is that without this one form that we need, it's a 1099 that um, that we might be more likely to get audited. Oh, and so Ooh. I'm like, couldn't he submit and just I amend to... next year? Or I guess you'd have to pay a penalty, though. Yeah, his. Well, I mean, we're going to pay that. We're paying the taxes. It's just a matter of having this form. Not having this form makes it. You know, he doesn't want anything to give the IRS red flags. Yeah. Like. Because then you got to mm. go through an audit, which is a big pain. So. Oh, yeah. No, no one wants that. <laughs> so now, thanks, Kev, for the reminder that i got to get on the phone again today and try to get that form for my husband. That's what friends are for, right? <laughs> Isn't it wild when people have super unique birthdays? Like, my friend Cynthia, her sister and she were born on the exact same day, but two years apart. Oh, no kidding. So they celebrate their birthday together every year. We're going to talk about these unique birthdays that people have next. So unique birthdays are so much fun. I was just telling you about my friend Cynthia that was born on the exact same day, two years apart from her sister. And like, we've got a lot of holiday birthdays in my family. Like my sister was born on the 4th of July. My husband was born on St. Patrick's Day. Um, but this is a really cool brand new one. Remember... Um, Bindi Irwin, you know, from, you know, her her dad is so famous. Oh, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, she just announced that she became a mom. Their baby girl is here. They Aww. named her Grace Warrior Irwin Powell. Mm -hmm. And she said Grace because that's her grandmother and relatives and her husband's family dating back to the 1700s were named Grace. And then her middle name Warrior Irwin are a tribute to her dad and his legacy as the most incredible wildlife warrior. But get this, their very first child, their baby girl, was born on their wedding anniversary. Oh. So that makes me think, like, is that hard? Like, in years, like, how do you do that? Like, you just all celebrate together and then yeah. maybe mom and dad go on a date night the next night or something well, to have a couple for, time? For the first 10 or 12 years, it's going to be all about the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll and get their like, anniversary oh, by back. The way, Happy anniversary. Right. When the, when the middle school years hit, they'll get their anniversary back. Okay. All right. But how about you? Do you have any really unique birthdays in your family? We'd love to hear from you. We're talking about super unique birthdays. James, you've got one in your family? Yes, I do. My wife and I, birthday is on the very same day, <gasps> one year apart. 
Get no out! Wow. That's so cool. Yes, when I first met her, she thought I was trying to throw a line. <laughs> I saved my birthday the same day, and she asked to see my driver's life. <laughs> ah, she needed proof. <laughs> So have you guys ever yeah. done anything over the top to celebrate both of your birthdays? Oh, yeah, we did. We uh, we took a Alaskan cruise last year. Nice. Wow. Um, that, yeah, so that was very nice. And um, we just like... We just like celebrating together. That's awesome. What a great marriage. James, cool. thanks for calling. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys every day. Okay, ladies, listen up if you're a young mom or you can think back to the days when your kids were little. What do you think young mothers today are most worried about? Close to 70% say this past year was one of the most stressful to date, and they struggled to balance the increased demands of childcare with isolation, work, and more. But what are young moms worried about the most? Their family's financial future. They said young moms crave the security of knowing the bills are going to get paid and their kids are going to be taken care of. But with everything that's going on with our economy right now, that can be really tough. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. Boy, we should talk about this. What young moms nowadays say they're they're most stressed and frightened of for their kids' finances, financial future for the, for their family and for their kids. How about you? What are you feeling the stress of, mom? What is it for you nowadays? And if you can remember back when when you first had those kiddos, what were you most stressed about? Annie, we're talking about the things that young moms worry about the most when it comes to their family and their kids. What is it for you? For me, it's the comparison trap, Taylor. Um, I was actually having coffee with some mom friends of mine the other day, and my eight-year-old son, Graham, he was talking about how when his friends at school were going on spring break next month, that he's taking a first-class flight to wherever they're going, and they were just comparing each other's lives and then he was saying how oh my goodness I can't play basketball because I'm not as tall because he's kind of short like me but (laughs) I'm like sorry buddy you got mama's jeans (laughs) but but for me I was thinking about as a mom myself I do that and I remember reading Pastor Andy Stanley's wife's I think it's her devotional book called The Comparison Trap yeah Sandra Stanley's so good yes Yes, and I'm like, if me as a mom, if I'm going through that, I know what's I know what's going on with our kids, and so I have to remind myself, as a grown woman and as a mom, that I have to teach my kids, God made us this way, and you might not be tall or you might not get to fly first class, but He <laughs> made us this way, and He loves us just the way that we are. We don't always get what we want in life, and we don't mm-hmm. need to look at other kids to compare ourselves. Wow, Very that's good. good, Annie. That's actually, you're Aww. such a great mom. He's going to turn out great. Go, Graham. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Love you so much. Love you, Taylor. Extra. Uh, love you what? right back. Hey, how about an extra <laughs> scoop? Yeah, love you both, but I, it's girl power. It's like a, it's like a wow. girl bonding thing. So coming up in just a couple of minutes, ever catch your child in a lie and they totally deny it? Oh, yeah. Coming up, why everyone is talking about little TJ. Have you ever caught your child in a lie and they deny it with such a calmness? It's almost scary. That's little two-year-old TJ. He got into a package of store-bought cupcakes and went to town on the icing on uh, several of these cupcakes. And then he closed the package and put it back. Well, a video of his parents confronting him has gone viral. He denies it with a deadpan face that's covered in icing. Who did this, TJ? No, 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 no. Did you do this? No. You didn't do this, TJ? No. There's frosting all over his face and all over his hands. He's like, no, 
no, no, no, no, no, no. What me? I didn't do and it. And he doesn't look squeamish at all. <laughs> I'd be a little stressed parenting a kid like that who can lie so well. At what age did you peak or do you think you're going to peak? They ask that question to people of all ages and the average answer is 37 years old. But this is kind of cool. Two thirds of people say they haven't peaked yet and their best years are still coming. So I, I sure hope I haven't peaked at the age of 29. I mean, I still want to grow and learn and become more like Jesus. I mean, that's my goal for the rest of my life. Real I mean, quick. I know a lot, so many people feel the same. I'm, I'm hoping Taylor will stop lying. <laughs> but here's what's funny. We just, I'm not going to reveal how many years we've been working here at the radio station, but we just got a certificate celebrating that from HR saying, mm-hmm. congratulations on X many years of service. For Taylor, the age that she just shared that she is, she would have been very, very young <laughs> to have started working here. I was nine, and we just celebrated our 20th. The Kevin and Taylor show has been in existence for 20 years. Over no, 20 22 years. years. Over Sorry. That, yeah. yeah, remember we worked at that other 22. station that they asked us to leave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They didn't. Actually, they did the story not. is... I left and they were like, okay, fine. Then Taylor put in her notice and they were like, please don't go. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> Didn't hurt my feelings at all. <laughs> of course you want your marriage to be stronger. Not sure how your therapist or pastor would feel about this idea. A couple wanted to fix their relationship. So they handcuffed themselves together for three months. Can you imagine? <laughs> I had to do this thing in, in college where I had a rope between me and another um, student um, for like a whole day. Mm-hmm. But we could untie it like when we needed to go to the bathroom or anything mm-hmm. like that. But they've been handcuffed. And Victoria's a hairstylist. Her husband, Alexander, is a car salesman. How do they and do they their were jobs? They were con- that's what I don't know. I was just going to say that. Uh, they were constantly fighting and running away from arguments. And this has forced them to stay and work things out. Um, like I said, I I haven't figured out how they've kept their job, but to answer the first question on everyone's mind, when one of them is on the toilet, the other one sits outside with their hand in the bathroom only. <laughs> and you know what's so creepy and weird? I watched a video of these two, Victoria and, and uh, Alexandra, and they have got, you know, three months, they've gotten their emotions together so quick that they don't even have to talk through like, no, wait, wait, no, you pour the coffee and now you do. It just <laughs> happens naturally without speaking. It's so wild. They've adjusted. That's either going to work really great or really bad. <laughs> There's no middle ground on that. It's either going to make things better or a million times worse. Have you ever put in your notice at work and they did not take it very well? Coming up, chances are your boss didn't get this upset. If you've ever given your notice at work, uh, letting them know you're quitting, you know the feeling. Kind of got sweaty palms, butterflies in your stomach. Because, you know, you don't really know how they're going to take it. Ever have a boss not take it well? (laughs) Chances are it wasn't as bad as what happened to Andreas He quit his job at an auto place in Peachtree City, Georgia, and ended up having to call the Department of Labor because he couldn't get them to give him his last paycheck. They were so mad. They owed him over 900 bucks. His boss was so upset. They delivered his final paycheck by dumping 500 pounds of pennies covered in oil in his driveway. What? That was his last paycheck. 
So Andrea said he quit because of a toxic work environment. And Can't this just imagine why. why. And he's determined. He is slowly cleaning off each penny, getting the oil off. He's going to roll them and take them to the bank and get his money. Mm. That is due to him. Wow. Crazy. And you know, here's the thing. You would think with all this exposure, the, the, the boss that did that mm-hmm. would feel bad. No. He's probably pretty proud of himself. Oh, and I left the name of the company out on purpose. Did but you? like all of the other news outlets are saying the name of the company that, that did it. <laughs> They're penny shaming him. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> As a guy who at one point in my life used to have to take pennies to pay for a couple of gallons of gas. <laughs> I can, like I can appreciate them. that huge job that's ahead of that guy. Holy cow. You know what it's like it is a parent. All of a sudden, you're on this wild roller coaster health ride with your child, and it's like, ugh, what's next? Well, our producer Griffin and his wife Sarah just discovered their five-year-old has asthma, mm-hmm. and they just found out what he's allergic to. Ooh. We're going to find out what's going on next. So, Griff, um, Taylor was just saying that you guys have narrowed down what it is that's causing Thatcher's asthma. Please tell me it's not the dog. It's not the dog. No, Yay. it's not okay. the dog. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what first popped into uh. my head. And he's hypoallergenic, the dog is, so I, I don't think he'd be able to. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. But, um, yeah. but so it's not the dog. It's Yay. not the dog. He has asthma, and they recommended we go to an allergist mm-hmm. to figure out what might What's be triggering yeah. this asthma. My wife took him. I guess it was not a pleasant experience. Uh, he did not like being poked. You know, they poke you the in the arm and stuff. Skin test, to yeah. There was only one thing that he was allergic to. Out of everything you can be allergic to, there is one thing, and it's cats. <gasps> we have two Sarah cats. Oh, you have two cats. cats. We've had cats since like we first got married. Like and Sarah, he was, he's been living with them his whole life. His whole he's life, born yeah. into a house with cats. Yeah, uh, and that's the one thing. So you can imagine <gasps> my wife's emotions because <laughs> oh, now we're no. at the crossroads of well, what do you do? Well, that you gotta go. <laughs> 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 Sorry, kid. <laughs> Mom's had the cats before you were okay. here. So, just to paint a picture of how much Sarah loves these cats, she started a Instagram account for Fern for right? one of the cats. For one yeah. of the cats. Yeah. So this is like they were her first babies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so. oh no. For me, as a dog lover. And a cat owner. That would not be a hard decision. <laughs> but then again, we have the we have the world's most violent, neurotic cat. So it would not be a hard decision for is us there, to say, bye, cat. Is there anyone in the family who <laughs> loves cats that could take adopt them and then Sarah could go visit them? I don't We're trying to figure all that out right now. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's so tar- yeah. hard. Oh, man. Anyone been down this road before? And do you have any advice for, for Griff and what, what to do? The cats are triggering his little son's mm. asthma, but his wife doesn't want to get rid of the cats. And getting rid of Thatcher is not an option. So what, <laughs> what do you do? Hey, Jamie, we're hoping somebody's been down this road that Griff's going down. He's still in the studio with us. Well, that his uh, son has asthma and he's reacting to their cats. I'm embarrassed to say this, but we, we come up from a family of cat lovers. And my son, he was allergic to cats, and he had asthma, but I didn't get rid of my cat. And his wife has a cat. Greg's okay if he doesn't touch the cat, but his my sister would take him places with people, and he would be around cats. His eyes would swell up. But he kind of outgrew it, and now my son-in-law, who has asthma and is allergic to cats, he has to take an allergy medicine anyway, so 
they have two cats and they're in the house. So he'll probably but outgrow I, it. Just give it 20 I, years no. of coughing and sneezing and he'll be fine. <laughs> well, Got it. No, no, no. <laughs> Small price to pay to keep we, a cat. <laughs> what we did. That's what we did. I, I said I was embarrassed to say it. <laughs> Walk it off, kid. You'll be fine. We think animals animals are people. I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm ridiculous. I'm ridiculous on pets. Well, thanks for calling and sharing that. That's that's really helpful. We'll talk to you later. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.